welcome to the Destination Begin podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. I've lost over 250 pounds. I've started my life over multiple times and managed to find humor, lessons, and joy in the process. And now I'm here sharing those stories with you. Thanks for joining me. Hi, hi. Welcome to the podcast. I'm actually recording this for YouTube this week as well. We'll see if I actually post it, but um, it's, I'm so excited because I said that I would podcast every week and it's week number two and I'm doing it. It's, it's crazy because I used to podcast every week and I had the deadline on Sundays I podcast and it meant that I actually got content out that I had been thinking about doing and I actually created a podcast that I'm really proud of. And then I, I let myself off the hook to say, you know, if I'm not inspired, I'm not going to do it. I want to only do things I'm really excited about. And what happened is I just got out of the habit and then ideas and things that I wanted to talk about, I just didn't end up doing. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. If you do, um, please let me know. And also please let me know topics because that's part of the issue is I don't always know what you guys want to hear. So, um, I'm just very excited that I'm actually showing up and doing the thing, which is, you know, something that I teach, preach, etc. Um, so it's been a whole week since I podcasted and it feels like so much has happened. Um, it's been a really crazy busy week. Um, my group program launched this week and so um, it's a mindset training program and um, I have 19 people in this group and everybody has different goals that they're chasing, whether it's weight loss, body composition, life, just general life, goal setting, accountability. And um, the beautiful thing is that mindset training can be applied to anything. So if it can be applied to any goal you're chasing, physical, emotional, life, uh, weight, workouts, sleep routines, um, it's, it's really powerful. So it's really exciting to have so many um, souls in this group. And I take it very seriously. I feel the weight of this, um, every single moment of every single day. I I'm thinking about these people that have trusted me to bring them what I have to offer, which is, um, the things that I've learned. Um, I was just reading a a course in miracles. That's a, a book. If you're familiar with it, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty big deal. I've picked up this book, um, a couple of times and then set it down for different reasons. I've never finished it, but it's a really intense read. It's if if you've if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to look into it. Um, but there was a section in there the other day I read that just absolutely hit me so hard. And basically, it just said, "I've called you to teach what you have learned, so that you can rely on it." And essentially, um, to learn something. It becomes more a part of of me when I teach it to others. And because the things that I'm learning and that I have learned, they still are things that I have to implement into my own life. And so everything that I teach here, everything that I teach my clients, it all starts with things that I have learned and things that have resonated with me. I'm on a constant quest um, to better my life, to better my soul, to heal, to grow, and um, bring all of that to the people that trust me. It's a, an honor and a responsibility and it makes my life rich. And so I'm loving being able to just get to know these people and um, love on them. My whole goal here is just is to love. It, it, everything starts and ends with love, especially with me. So my little love necklace today even. 
Um, so that's been that's been really busy. I'm also doing um, consulting work for the firm that I left last year. So my old job, helping with Samira and stuff. So I've been doing that. I'm all better from COVID, which feels amazing. I got back into the gym this week. Monday was my first lift after COVID, and oh my gosh. I, it took me about four days to be able to walk straight and my strength level. So I, I don't really know what my max squat is, but I typically will do squats. Um, I'll start with like 115 on the bar or total and work up from there. So 115 is usually my starting warm up weight. Well, I got up to, um, I think I got up to 95 pounds and I could do like four reps. I just, my strength, COVID kicked my butt. Um, And then like overhead press, I could barely get a 45 pound bar over my head, which is, I don't know, about 50% of the weight I normally um, press. So it was humbling and kind of shocking. And then I was so sore, but um, I stuck with it. And so I feel back to normal. Everyone in the world seems to have COVID or just got over it. Or if you haven't had it, I feel like just wait, it's coming probably tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> and what's interesting about it now is everyone's like, I don't really think I have COVID. I just am a little congested and I have a headache. I'm like, you have COVID. So anyway, I hope I hope this finds all of you healthy or recovered or not very sick from COVID. Um, so got back at it. Um, really interesting little thing happened to me this week, though, that I'm going to share about. Because I still don't really know what I think about it. Um I was in the park um, on Thursday and setting up to train uh, one of my clients, Steve. I trained him out in the park. And so I got there early, which normally I don't get there early. Normally he beats me there, but I got there early and was setting up and there was another guy there working out. So there's a little area in the park that has pull-up bars and different apparatus so you could work out outside. And that's where, that's where I set up. So this guy was over there doing pull-ups and whatnot. I don't even really notice. But I was setting up and he came over and said, oh, you're a trainer. I said, yeah, I bring my gear out here and um, train outside. I love it. And um, he said, yeah, it's a beautiful day and you bring your weights. And then he stopped talking and he looked at my face and he said, you are good. You have good karma. I said, oh, thanks. And he said, you don't care about money or fame. You care about people and relationship. I said, Yes, I do. And the crazy thing, you guys, is just before that, I had been inside of my house making notes because I did boot camp on Thursday morning and I've been really struggling with trying to figure out how to get boot camp to grow. It seems like we've just lost momentum. I had to shut camp down because of COVID. Um, People were out of town. Um, numbers have been kind of up and down and just, I'm just trying to figure out like what, what to do. Do we want to continue to grow? We have a second location. I have a lot of coaches. Um, and just, I did class on Thursday and it was this beautiful connection again with the beach, with each person there. There was a couple of new people. I got to have wonderful conversations with them. And I felt this, this recommitment to, you know, the thing that's made bootcamp so great is the connection between each person. I've connected with the people that come. They've been coming because they're connecting with me and the other coaches and each other. And so I had gone inside my house and I was making notes about the experience, just thinking, okay, bootcamp is about love, community, support, connection. I need to just focus on each person and the rest falls into place. That's how it was built. That's how it's going to go. And so 15 minutes later, this man is standing in front of me saying, 
you care about relationships. And I was like, I just wrote that down. And he said, I know. I'm reading your aura. It's like, uh, oh, okay. And then he just basically walked away. Okay. That was amazing. So Steve got there. We started working out. At one point, I was standing there. Steve was doing push-ups. Because he's the push-up king. That dude can do so many push-ups. I have a lot of personal training clients. And um, I'm sorry if all of you are listening right now. But Steve kicks all your butts. He works out harder than anyone I have ever trained. And he doesn't complain. He just does it. The only thing that I that I feedback I get when I know it's been rather hard is when I say, okay, that's all I have for you. And he goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, I got him tired this time. It's hard to tire him out. He's a workhorse. So he was doing push-ups, and this guy walked over again. And he just started talking to me, and he said a whole bunch of things in a row that were really spot on about my life. I mean, like he was like, like, a, like a psychic or something. And it was stuff that like maybe any random person could say. But it was very specific to things that have gone in my life recently. And um, I just kind of stared at him. But he just kept saying, you are good. You are good. I'm like, I like you. <laughs> anyway, I got his number. He said that he does. Um, he's a, I forget what he called himself, but like a guide. Um, and he said, I'd like to tell you more about your life if you'd like to. And I said, yeah. So I got his number. And then I reached out to him and I actually met with him and sat down with him. And um, it was one of the most intense conversations I've ever had. He knew things about me that he couldn't have known. The end. Like he wrote some things on paper, handed them to me. I was holding them. And then he asked me some questions. And the answers to those questions were on those papers in my hand. And that, okay, it was just, it freaked me out a little bit. But you know, like skepticism serves a purpose, but also what's the harm in believing, right? And so the things that he imparted to me in that conversation were things that I needed to hear. Things like, um, you have really good, powerful, loving energy. You need to guard who is near your energy and where you pour it out. And you need to take time for yourself to refresh your energy. You need to meditate. You need to put your phone down and you need to reconnect with yourself. You must put yourself first. You must take care of yourself. This is stuff I struggle with. And granted, anybody walking on the street could say all of that. But in that moment on that day, I needed to hear it. And he was just so spot on. And it was really powerful in, to hear. I coach people I spent all day the day before nonstop coaching people, talking to people. I hear their struggles and then I try to offer them a way, um, a better way to approach their struggles. Um, I try to offer them a different way to see their struggles and to see their story. And I'm constantly um, working with ugly things and trying to make them better and more beautiful. And it takes all of my heart, my soul, my energy. And at the end of the day, I end up completely depleted, happily depleted because I'm doing what I love and I'm so excited. This is my life, but it, it drains my energy. And so to be essentially coached like that from someone who is, um, it was just very gentle, wise and kind. And I believe, I believe him. I mean, I believe he has got a connection to the power and the, the light of the universe. I don't know what you call it, but um, 
things have power if you decide they have power. And everything he imparted to me was empowering, beautiful, strong, positive words. And the only thing that that makes sense is to believe it and put it in my heart and try to live from it. So that's what I decided to do. And um, he asked me some questions like what I worry about and what I'm concerned with. And I told him um, a couple of things. And he immediately responded with such words of life. Um, I'm not going to go into detail here. It's just very, very deep and personal. But it was so affirming and beautiful. And I just thought, what a gift in this week that this soul happened upon my path, spoke life into me, and then spent an hour continuing to impart life. So just remember, your words can bring life or death. Your perspective can bring life or death to your own soul. And when you interact with other people, when you bring your good energy, you're bringing life. You're bringing life. And this man happened to bring me life. So it was one of the biggest gifts of my week. It was wonderful. And then um, I went to go see the Van Gogh experience, which is this interactive experience that highlights the work work of Vincent Van Gogh. Actually, they were saying Vincent Van Gogh in all the recordings. It was really beautiful. They um, just highlighted a lot of his work, told his life story. And then they had this immersive experience where um, it was like lights and um, it was like on scrim in this like big room. And they took a lot of his paintings. And so he liked to paint the same subject over and over again from different angles and with different lighting, um, different times of day. And so they were able to kind of project all the variations of a lot of those subjects. And it was beautiful. And it was this, this lesson to me. Here's me. I'm always looking for the lesson of it just depends on how you look at something. You can change the entire image. And, you know, he painted grain stacks and he painted this woman in a chair and he painted the bedroom, the the famous um, painting he did of the bedroom, you know, many, many different ways. But they all look different just depending on the angle and the texture. And it's like, that is life. That is one of the things I do as a life coach is you tell me your story and I try to offer you a different way to look at it. So instead of that story stealing energy from you and keeping you stuck, you can actually Find the story that empowers you instead of saying, you know, this person told me I couldn't and I spent my whole life defending myself that I could. Instead of telling yourself that story, say, you know, despite all odds, I built, I grew, I expanded, period. What they think that I did, what they say that I did is irrelevant. I do not need to care what this one person or this one group of people think about what I did. What did I do? And just simply looking at things like that from a position of power, now you have a totally different picture in your head instead of like, this person thinks I'm, I'm not smart. Well, are you smart? Yes, I am. All right, so the story is, I'm smart. I'm smart enough to understand that that person's opinion does not matter to me. Bam, now we're in a position of power. Now the picture looks different. And so I loved just seeing that beautiful representation of different light, different angle, totally different picture. So remember that. That's your little uh, life coaching nugget for you. It all depends on how you look at it. Even the past. Even the past. They always say like how you look at your day determines how your day goes. But how you look at your past can determine what you then go and do and what you believe about yourself. So little life coaching nugget. Anyway, so it's a beautiful week. 
and that was beautiful. Van Gogh was also really, 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 um, he wrote a lot of letters to his brother and to other people too, but mostly to his brother. And there were so many quotes um, in this exhibit. I had no idea that he was he had such a beautiful soul and he had such interesting things to say. And he quoted a lot about love and how, you know, love is so powerful and, um, loving people is art. And I just, I just fell in love with Van Gogh in a totally new way. So it was beautiful. My favorite protein bar, Built Bars. I talk about them. I talk about them a lot. I eat them a lot. They're amazing. They're the size of a Snicker bar and they have 150 calories, which is half the calories of a Snicker bar. They on average have five to nine grams of sugar, which is a quarter to a third of the sugar in a Snicker bar. And they have protein, which is a lot more than what you'll find in a Snicker bar. On average, they have 17 grams of protein, 150 calories. They're made with real chocolate. If you go to builtbar.com and use my code destination begin, you're going to save money on trying Built Bar. They have a mixed box and they also, you can buy half a box. You can get Cherry Garcia. You can get Blueberry Muffin, the double chocolate brownie chunk. They have a new Caramel Almond Delight, delicious. And they also have Built Puffs, which are protein marshmallow covered in chocolate. They're delicious. Check them out. If you haven't had them, you are missing out. They're a really great way to add some protein into your life in a way that tastes yummy. And they're small enough that they're not a meal replacement like a lot of protein bars. They also don't wreck your guts and they don't suck all the moisture out of your mouth. So builtbar.com, give them a try. Use my code destinationbegin. Save some money and fall in love with some really yummy chocolate protein bars in your life. So this time of year, there's a lot of hype going on. It's New Year's and everyone's selling all the things. Detox teas, cleanses, um, six-week challenges. Um, people decide to go keto or paleo. Um, just pick up something new and do it because it's new, the new year. And there's a lot of confusion, a lot of hype, a lot of new products. And so basically the tried and true things um, of a healthy lifestyle, they don't change. They don't go in and out of style they're just principles. And so if you are completely just sick of all of it, I'm just going to talk today about keeping it simple. So the acronym KISS, keep it simple, stupid. Well, you're not stupid, uh, but we're going to keep it simple. So I'm just going to go through a few things that are the core um, components of anyone who is living a healthy lifestyle. Um, you will find this across the board. There might be a few little caveats if some people are like vegan or vegetarian or something like that. But um, other than that, um, some really key principles to follow. So just jumping right in, number one, water. Water consumption is so important for our health, but also it keeps your system flowing. So if you're thinking about a weight loss goal or changing your life, your lifestyle, adding in fitness, any of these things that needs to be supported by proper hydration. Um, when I start working with clients, I'm often appalled and shocked at how little water is being um, consumed by most people. And it's, uh, coffee does not count as water. Coffee is a diuretic. Diet soda is a diuretic. Um, anything with caffeine, it is actually a diuretic. It's not hydrating you. It's dehydrating you. So you say, okay, fine, fine, fine. I need to drink more water. How much do I need to drink? I can't drink eight glasses. That's like, how do we even count? All right. So if you need to get more water in, how much are you drinking right now? With everything, what are you doing right now? And how can we just improve it a little bit? 
So if you drink eh, two or three glasses a day, start by adding one glass of water. A good rule of thumb would be to have one the minute you wake up. So for one thing, your body has been dehydrated all night. You've been respirating. You've been sleeping with your mouth open. Um, You need water to get everything lubricated inside of your body. So a good rule of thumb would just be to say have water first thing. You brush your teeth. You drink some water. Drink some water while you're getting dressed for the day. I have a rule that I have to drink water before coffee. And so I start my water consumption right away. And often when you start drinking, it makes you thirsty, you know, in that moment. And so then it's easier to keep sipping and drinking water. So wherever you are in your water consumption, add one glass or, you know, get some bottles of water. It's wasteful to use bottled water, but for a little while you can use it as a tool or get a water bottle and refill it to know, okay, I'm going to drink this 16 ounces before noon. I don't, I don't recommend that you buy one of those giant jugs, gallon jugs to walk around and start drinking a gallon of water out of nowhere. You're going to hate it. You're probably not going to keep doing it and you'll just have this jug sitting around. So start small and start where you are, which is what I, I mean, that's, that's the philosophy behind everything that I try to teach people. Where are you and how can you improve? Now, the ideal, you'll see this in a lot of places if you've ever looked it up, is you should be drinking half of your body weight in ounces of water per day. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be drinking 100 ounces of water in a day. If you're 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water a day. That's all lovely, but you know what the actual ideal is? Is a gallon a day. So I challenge you to work your way up to a gallon a day. That sounds insane, but if you start adding it in slowly, finding places you can just get a little chug in during the day, you can get up there. If I said I have $500 for you, but you have to drink a gallon of water a day for a week, you could do it. It would just take some effort and you'd be peeing a lot, but that's okay. When I started drinking a gallon of water a day when I was doing 75 hard for the first time, It was hard at first, but it completely changed so many things about my life and how I felt that it's something that I almost always do. Sometimes I make my rule 100 ounces, that 28, it seems to be like between 100 and 128 ounces is my sweet spot, but my skin looks better. I have more energy. I sleep better. I digest my food better. I'm more regular. I'm less bloated um, and I'm less hungry because there are a lot of times where we're thirsty and are actually, we think we're hungry. So half of your body weight in ounces every day, but honestly, just start where you are. Um, Another thing, another key factor in a healthy lifestyle is a protein consumption level that is likely way higher than you think and way higher than what you're currently doing. Well, what does that mean? Again, what's your goal weight? You should be eating that many grams of protein in a day. Well, how do I know what that is? The most, uh, the most, the easiest way to figure out what you're eating now is to start logging your food with an app like MyFitnessPal or something like that and just see how much protein you are or are not already eating. And again, aim to increase it from wherever you start. Um, Just throwing an extra chicken breast into your day Um, putting a protein shake into your snack habit, 
Uh, a lot of times you can put protein powder in your coffee to add some protein to your breakfast. Um, throwing in some more hard-boiled eggs. Often if you like to eat eggs and you maybe make some scrambled eggs, get some liquid egg whites and add some egg whites to your scrambled eggs. There's lots of ways to add a little bit of protein, but first you need to know what you're already doing. So just start logging your food into some kind of app and then take a look and see, okay, how many grams of protein do I eat on a normal day when I'm kind of choosing what I normally would eat. So your goal would be to get up to one gram per pound of goal body weight. So if your goal is to be 150 pounds, you should try to eat up to 150 grams of protein in a day. And you'll find if you start logging your food that that's a lot of protein. The number one issue that I have that I help my clients with is finding ways to get protein in their diet because if you're not used to it, it's like, whoa. And we are just, the standard American diet is a carb diet. Um, pizza, pasta, even our burgers have a bun with a side of fries. It's carbs, 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 carbs. And so that's why a lot of times when people cut carbs, they lose weight because all of a sudden they start eating protein, which is more filling and more satisfying. And you get all those carbs out of there and you're able to stay within a calorie range much easier because you're actually eating a nutrient um, dense and satisfying foods. So take a look at where you are now and aim to add more protein. A little rule of thumb, a hack that I have, and I teach this a lot, so you may have heard it if you follow me, but I think about um, my, my food as my outfit. So I would never walk outside of my house with just my shoes on, completely naked. And that's what it is like when we sit down to a meal that is just carbs or just fats. We need to dress ourselves in protein. So when I think about my plate, protein needs to be the star, and the accessories are carbs and fat. So my dress, today my dress, this is my protein. My accessories are my carbs and fat, my watch, my earrings, my shoes, my handbag, that's my carbs and fat. So think about that as an outfit. You would never walk outside the door with nothing on but earrings and a hat. And that's what it would be if your meal were just carbs and fat. So you need to start with protein. Protein needs to be the center of every single meal that you eat and every snack and then accessorize with carbs and fats. Carbs and fats are not bad, we need them. Our bodies are made out of proteins, carbs, and fats. So we need to eat protein, carbs, and fats. But we need to have that correct ratio where the main part of our meal is a protein and we accessorize and we have sides of carbs and fats. So wherever you are with your protein consumption, aim to increase it and then that's that's the basic rule of thumb. Now, the actual ratio is 0.8 grams to one gram of protein per body weight. So if you wanted to be 150 pounds, you'd essentially try to eat between mm, 130 and 150 in grams of protein, somewhere in there. But that's, that's your good rule of thumb, so pretty easy to remember. If you need some good protein ideas, there's a lot of really great infographics online where you look up lean protein, and they'll just have them all listed out under animal products, um, dairy, things like that. So you can get protein in with, you know, full fat dairy, cottage cheese, yogurt, obviously eggs are a great source of protein, and then seafood, fish, animal proteins like beef, chicken, turkey, all of that. Protein is plentiful and there's a billion different options. People say, I have no idea how to get protein in. Sometimes we just have to stop and think and just change our shopping habits, change our cooking habits, and just get that little shift in our head of like, I'm starting my meal with protein. What's going to be my meal? So 
Um, this connects very well to the third thing on our list, which is calorie limit. So anybody who's living a healthy lifestyle in a body that is fit and healthy and at a healthy weight, most likely they are following, whether intentionally or intuitively through habit, a calorie limit. So um, we need to be burning and eating about the same amount of calories in order to maintain our weight. If we want to lose weight, we need to be eating less than we burn. So it's really important to think about how much we're eating in the entire day. There's a fad, uh, fad diet um, called intermittent fasting, and it's not a fad diet. It's an eating lifestyle, but it's marketed right now as a fad diet because people get hooked on this idea of if I fast for you know 12 to 16 hours, I can have a feeding window, and that means I can eat whatever I want for those hours. What that means is you can eat during those hours, but the calorie limit still counts. If you eat 5,000 calories, but you do it in two hours a day, you're still going to be gaining weight. So that fad diet with intermittent fasting, that if I do this, I just eat whatever I want during my feeding window is erroneous. Intermittent fasting is a way to structure your eating lifestyle, but it is not um, exclusive or it's not immune to the calorie limit rule, which is your body is basically a furnace and it's going to burn whatever fuel you put into it. And if you put too much fuel in, it's going to store it in for another time. So it's important to know what your calorie limit should be based on where you're starting. You can go online and you can calculate your basal metabolic rate, which basically tells you what your body burns doing nothing. So um, most people, like if you weighed about 200 pounds, most likely you burn about 2,000 calories in a day. So it's about a 10 calorie per pound ratio. That's the starting point. Now, everyone's metabolism is different, but if you use that as a rule of thumb and you subtract out about 500 calories for that, that most likely will put you into a calorie deficit. And in a week, you could lose a pound doing that. So that's the basic logic of a calorie limit. So the best thing to do is to pick a calorie limit, log your food, stick to that, see what happens to your body weight, and adjust from there. But ultimately, everyone has to be, whether they're intentional about it and logging every single bite or not, in order to maintain your weight, you have to be eating within a correct calorie range. So any diet that says eat everything you want, eat anything that you want and still lose weight, it's, it's not true unless everything you want is just bags and bags of romaine. <laughs> and then last but not least, movement. It's really important to move your body, whether you're trying to lose weight or not, healthy people move their bodies. Um, the most basic and the most powerful exercise you can do, honestly, is walking. So if you're like, I can't strength train, I have a bad knee, I have this, that. Can you walk? If you can walk, increase your steps. Get a pedometer, get a Fitbit, something, and start increasing your steps. Or simply make a time limit rule every single day. How many minutes per day are you going to walk? Walking is an amazing exercise cardiovascular health, balance, stability, and also there's a lot of research about how that one-two movement between left, right, left, right of your feet um, while you're talking to someone or digesting information, it puts information into your brain. It also helps you to work through emotional 
issues. So if you're having an emotional conversation with someone while you're walking, you can make much more progress on that topic. You can absorb ideas, thoughts, feelings much better while you're walking. It's so fascinating. And so walking is incredibly powerful. Also, it's really great low intensity calorie burn. So, you know, it helps with that calorie deficit. Other than walking, the most important type of exercise that you can do is strength training. You need to get some weight onto your body and make your body bear more weight. You can also do this with your body weight by simply doing push-ups and um, movements that require your own muscles to add time under tension. But it's so important, especially ladies as we age, we need bone density. We need our bones to be strong. We need our muscles, our ligaments to be strong. And we can do that with time under tension. So Find a workout that you like, whether you wanna get a personal trainer, which can be expensive. I know, I'm a personal trainer. Or take classes. There are classes at many gyms that include barbells and dumbbells um, and body weight. And so you can do, if you love classes, you can find classes that involve body weight and other types of weights adding to your body. Um, It's so important, especially as we age, and especially if you wanna be able to eat and feel good about fueling your body, you're going to build muscle, which requires more calories in order to maintain your your body mass. You're gonna burn more calories so you can eat more, which I like it when I get to eat more. So strength training, super important. And then super intense cardio is also important. It's not as necessary, but if you can get some super intense cardio, even 30 minutes where your heart rate is up higher than is comfortable, it's really powerful for conditioning your cardiovascular system and also burning some body fat. So the ideal ratio would be three days a week of weight training, three days a week of some kind of intense cardio, and in between a lot of long, brisk walks, ideally once a week, a 75-minute leisurely walking activity, like going to the mall, going to a zoo, going for a leisurely bike ride, hopping on a treadmill and just walking and reading a book, some kind of long, leisurely activity. And that's really all is as complex as it needs to be. But ultimately with movement, you need to choose things that you love so that you don't feel like it's a drudgery and you dread doing it. So pick something that you love. If you love to lift weights in a class, go to classes. If you hate doing all of those things, find some at-home bodyweight movements or things you can do at home with a video with dumbbells. I have quite a few workouts I can send to you if you ask me. Um, So find something that you don't hate to do. If you don't wanna go out of your house, do it at home. If you hate working out at home, don't work out at home. Go to the gym. Go for a walk. Bring some things outside. Just find a way to move your body that you don't hate. Your body serves you. It's important that you serve your body. So to recap, water, protein, calorie limit, and movement. Those are your four elements to a healthy lifestyle. Prioritize those things above all else and you'll feel good in your skin. You'll be healthier drinking water, eating protein, keeping your calories in check and moving, that is all it takes. That is the heart and soul of a healthy lifestyle. And eventually you'll have a body that reflects that. If you don't have one right now, those are your top things to focus on. So ignore the hype, ignore all the fads, and just focus on the tried and true because they worked forever. They're going to keep working forever. So there you go. Keep it simple, sweetie. (laughs) thanks for tuning in to the podcast 
I'm so excited you're here. If you want to interact with me, go ahead and send me an email, Kristen at kristensmithonline.com. Follow me on Instagram, The Kristen Experience, and make sure you share this podcast with a friend. That's all I have for you today. Have an awesome week. We'll see you next time here on Destination Begin.